Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. I'm Tom Merritt. Samsung launched its Galaxy Note 20 phones Wednesday. The 6.9-inch Note 20 Ultra has a 108-megapixel rear camera sensor along with 12-megapixel telephoto and ultra-wide cameras for up to 50 times hybrid zoom. The 3088 by 1440 QHD Plus Super AMOLED screen has a 120 hertz refresh rate and pixel density of 496 ppi. The S Pen stylus now has input latency of 9 milliseconds on the Ultra and supports new gestures for scrolling, opening apps, and system navigation. The slightly smaller 6.7-inch Note 20, no Ultra, has a 1080p display at 60 hertz, a 12-megapixel primary camera, 8 gigabytes of RAM, and no microSD card slot. Both models run on the Snapdragon 865 Plus processor, include an ultra-wideband radio for things like nearby share, and can record 8K video at 24 frames per second. Both Note models also can sync note-taking across tablets and Windows PCs, and through a wireless connection, connect to any Miracast-enabled TV. The Note 20 costs $999 in bronze, gray, and green, and the Note 20 Ultra starts at $1,299 in bronze, white, and black. Samsung also announced several other products, including its second foldable tablet, the Galaxy Z Fold 2. It has a full 6.2-inch screen when folded and unfolds to a larger 7.6-inch OLED display. The camera in the unfolded display is now a hole punch to take up less screen space. It will come in black and bronze. Price and release dates are expected to be announced in September. Samsung skipped a number and introduced the Galaxy Watch 3 as the successor to the Galaxy Watch with a physical rotating dial, two buttons on the side, and thinner and lighter than the original. The watch runs the Tizen OS and comes in 41mm and 45mm sizes and with or without LTE. All models have an always-on OLED display. Models are stainless steel with leather bands and a titanium option with titanium link band promised later this year. The watch has blood oxygen monitoring and in Korea will get blood pressure and EKG later this year. It also has trip and fall detection. Samsung's Galaxy Watch 3 will be available August 6th starting at $400. Samsung announced new Android tablets, the 11-inch S7 and 12.5-inch OLED S7 Plus, both running on Snapdragon 865 Plus processors with either 6 gigabytes of RAM and 128 gigs of storage, or 8 gigabytes of RAM and 256 gigs of storage, all with the option for 5G. Both models arrived this autumn in black, silver, or bronze, starting at $650 for the S7 and $850 for the S7 Plus. Finally, for Samsung, the Samsung Galaxy Buds Live add active noise cancellation with IPX2 water resistance. You get eight hours on a charge, or six if you've got the noise canceling on, and another 21 hours from the carrying case. The Galaxy Buds Live are available now for $170. In non-Samsung news, Instagram is launching its TikTok-like feature called Reels in 50 countries. The feature had previously been tested in Brazil, India, and parts of Europe. Reels is not a standalone app. It's a feature inside the Instagram camera that lets you create 15-second videos with AR effects, a countdown timer, and a large catalog of legally licensed music, among others. You can also caption and tag recordings. Public reels may show up in a section of the Explore tab, where they are chosen by an algorithm and displayed in a vertical feed. They also show up in a tab on the user's profile. Disney announced that Disney Plus now has more than 60.5 million paying subscribers. That's up 
From the $57.5 million it reported in its earnings report for the quarter ending June 27th, ESPN Plus has grown more than 100% to $8.5 million, and Hulu grew 27% to $35.5 million. $3.4 million pay for Hulu Plus Live TV. Disney also announced that its live-action movie of Mulan will premiere on Disney Plus September 4th for an additional rental fee of $29.99. In regions that don't get Disney Plus, it will show in theaters. Disney also announced it will launch a streaming service under its international brand name Star outside the United States. Star will include programming from ABC, FX, Freeform, Searchlight, and 20th Century Studios, but will not license content from outside Disney the way Hulu does. Google is finally in the last stage of shutting down Google Play Music, leading YouTube Music as its streaming music service. Last month, Google enabled the ability to migrate your library from Play Music to YouTube, and later this month, it will shut off Music Manager and Purchases. Streaming will shut down in October, and Google Music and app and website will go away then as well. In December, any music left in your accounts will be deleted. UCLA is launching a three-year study on how sleep, physical activity, and other factors affect depression and anxiety. Apple will provide participants in the study with an Apple Watch and Bedit sleep tracking device. Data will be tracked with an app on the iPhones. The study will be conducted remotely, and data will be anonymized. Former Google and Uber engineer Anthony Lewandowski was sentenced to 18 months in prison on one count of stealing trade secrets from Google's self-driving car project, which became Waymo. Lewandowski will also pay $756,499.22 to Waymo, as well as a fine for $95,000. Lewandowski has filed suit against Uber over an indemnification agreement signed when Uber brought Lewandow- or bought Lewandowski's auto company. Lewandowski also seeks damages for an agreement between Uber and Waymo that settled Uber's culpability related to Lewandowski's theft. Finally, Apple's Phil Schiller is stepping down as marketing chief, taking on the role of Apple Fellow. He will remain in charge of the App Store and Apple events and continue to report to CEO Tim Cook. Greg Joswiak will take over as SVP of Worldwide Marketing. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes and links to all the headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.